0: Father, we thank you for your word. Thank you for this day. Thank you for your faithfulness on our lives. Thank you, Jesus. Thank that you're God the one that holds time. You're the one that holds our lives. Thank you for making us to see another month, in the month of November. Father, we see the exalted in Amen. Jesus' name.
1: As Amen. the world tonight, Lord, this morning, we are that you go with us in the name of Jesus. Your
0: world will come to life in the name of Jesus. Amen. End of the day, we all will bless in the name of Jesus. Amen. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, what we're going to be talking about today uh, is something
1: titled so "Gifted." But lonely, gifted, but lonely, in journey into fruitfulness. I'm going to be reading Matthew
0: chapter 25 from verse 14 to 29.
1: I'll be someone to not me read Matthew 25, 15 to 29. If you're reading, really let me know. Uh, it's the story of the, uh, the story of the parable of, of the talent uh, Matthew fourteen Matthew twenty-five fourteen fourteen to twenty nine are you there?
2: the read it for me yeah, go ahead. 5, 14 to 29. Yeah. Of heaven is as a man traveling to all his own servants and delivered unto them. So one he gave five talents to another. So every man according to his and straight away took his journey. Then, had that had received the five talents and made them all the five talents, had received two, he also gained other the one went and digged in the earth, and after a long time the Lord of his of, of those servants them, and so he that had received. Talent saying, Lord, thou deliverest. I have gained beside them five talents more. Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Over a few things, I will make thee ruler over into the joy of thy Lord. He also that said, Lord, thou deliverest. I have gained two
3: other talents beside them. Well done, good and faithful servants. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Then he which had received
2: the one talent came and said.
3: And slothful servants, Daniel, that, that I reap not reap where I sow not and gather where I have not chewed. That also is therefore to have put my money to the exchangers. And then at my coming I should have received my own with usury. Take therefore the talent from them, take therefore the talent from them and give it unto him which has ten talents. Verse 29 says, mm-hmm. For unto everyone that, that has shall be given, and each shall have abundance, but from him that has not shall be taken away even that which he asks. Praise the Lord.
0: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. God bless the reading of the word. Hallelujah. Uh, it's a very popular uh, parable, i just going to take a few lessons uh, from there. Uh, but before we go into the word, I just have a word of prophecy to your life that today, God is going to release into your life the instinct to increase in the name of Jesus, into your life is coming an instinct to increase. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Jesus, we know, may- uh, often uses parables. I mean, all the times uh, uses parables uh, to to describe the kingdom, the the abstract idea of the kingdom. Uh, Of heaven. But this particular parable is telling us how things operate in heaven. This particular parable is the kingdom of heaven is like unto a man traveling, Is telling us the principles of what operates in heaven. And the master, in this case, is transferring ownership of his assets in place. Uh, one thing that should be noted is that in Bible days, uh, this is likely not going to happen because the likelihood of a of, of, uh, master transferring assets to slaves in Bible days, in fact, the likelihood of, of a master speaking to his slaves is highly, is very unlikely uh, in, in, in Bible days. But this guy is not just speaking to his slaves, he's conveying the wealth to them. So these guys don't deserve this. These guys don't want this. They are not supposed to have it. But the master is transferring the ownership of his assets to his slaves. So this is the the barrier making scenario. This is a war class scenario.
1: Gifted, the Bible says, it gifted them. So this is not ownership, but stewardship. What is the difference between ownership and stewardship? Stewardship is what you earn. Ownership is what you
0: have been gifted. I mean, ownership is what you earn. Stewardship is what you have been gifted. Just like the scripture says, and we always say uh, at naming ceremonies, that children are gifts from the Lord. Children are heritage from the Lord. Children are not your own. You, you didn't own them. You didn't earn having kids. You didn't earn having children. They were gifted to you. The same thing with opportunity, the same thing with a lot of things that we have in our lives. They are gifts unto us. So we are stewards of these things. We are not owners of these things. We are stewards of these things. So we didn't earn it, but we've been given. And I want to tell everyone listening to the sound of my voice today each single person has been given. And whenever you come into a room, whenever you enter a place, You enter with your gifts. You bring your gifts into that room. You bring your gifts among people. So whoever gets you, gets the gift. Don't let anyone look down on you. Don't let anyone uh, think or convince you that you haven't got what it takes. Whoever has you, whoever gets you, gets the gifts. Whoever gets you, gets what the things that the Lord has, has endowed you with. I want to tell you today that you've been gifted. So you are an asset, not a liability. I don't care what your parents will have told you. I don't care what people will have told you. I want to tell you today that
1: you are an asset, not a liability. So back to the, to the story. The slaves, uh, were introduced uh, in in this in this text as being gifted verse 15 and one he gave
0: okay let's to verse 14 for the kingdom of heaven that was the man traveling to country who called his own servants and delivered them his goods he gave them Onto what it gave these, so these slaves were introduced in this text as gifted. These people we meet them as gifted, even though the giftings or the gifts were not the same.
1: But it was more than what they had before. Even though they were not gifted, they were not given the same thing, but they
0: were given more than they previously had. So the person that once had zero was given five. Another person that once had zero was given four. A third person that once had zero was given one. So the, the the the
1: unifier here is that all of them add more than they previously had. All of them in one way or the other had an increase. So they should have been grateful. Even though it wasn't equal, they should have been grateful. So when you compare your gifts
0: with others, you will never be happy. Because you will always see the next person, have more. There will be someone that has more like My father used to tell me that everyone you meet in life with your superior is something. Someone will have something more than you. The moment you are not satisfied with what you have, or the moment you start comparing yourself with others, you will never be happy. The better comparison to do is to compare yourself with where you were, or where you started from. Where was I before these kids? Where was I before today? What did I used to do before now? Where was I 10 years ago? Where was I 5 years ago? Those are the things you should be comparing yourself with. You should be comparing yourself with yourself, not comparing yourself with others. Praise the Lord.
1: So there is a difference between being just and being fair. And we know that God is just.
0: Sadly, God is not fair. Because if God has been fair, like He have gifted them all equally. But God is just. Being a just God, He gave them according to their ability. Somebody ought to start thanking God from today
1: for not giving him more than what you can handle. So the gift that God has given you is according to your ability. What you can handle. God has not given you
0: more than what you cannot handle. God has not put in your in your and, and then this is when people say, ah, uh, if it had been me, I would have done this. You see, someone going through a particular challenge and say, ah, lie lie or uh, someone's spouse giving them issues, someone's children are giving them issues. Oh, ah, if, if it had been me, this is what I would have done. Sir, it can't, it could have been you. If it if if it was you, God would have made you pass through that. The fact that it was not you passing through it, it means you cannot handle it. Uh, the Bible says about the story of the man uh, of the madman of Gadara. The man, the Bible says, had a legion of angel uh, or demons in him, and was tearing himself with stone. He was doing all sorts of harm to himself. And the Bible says uh, uh, that when when Jesus uh, sent out the demons, the demons went into a herd of pigs, just for a few minutes. That those pigs got. A field of what that man had been battling for years, they run into the water. What you have what you are handling, and people are making tests of you. If someone else handles it, they will run into the ocean. If someone else handles that same thing, they will run into they will run into the lagoon, they will go and kill themselves. So God has given you what you can handle. God has not given you more than you can handle. God has not given you more than you can chew.
1: God has given you that which you can handle. That is what makes him a just God and not a fair God. So, the common thing these three slaves have is opportunity.
0: Even though one has five talents, and we can draw a number of theological lessons from why is it five? Why is it two? Why is it one? But the equality, what is equating them all, is that they all have opportunity. And it is the same of you and me, the only thing that is uniting all of us, the same people has given us in as much
1: as we have breathing, is opportunity. What do you do with the opportunity that will have to be and what we do with this opportunity
0: is what separates men from the boys. Men, you put now not gender based. What we do with opportunities God has given us is what makes a difference between those who are unique, those who are going to build destiny, and those who are going to be followed, who are going to help others build their destiny. What we do with the opportunity God has given us is what's going to. Make a difference
1: in our lives forever. Hallelujah. What are you doing with the opportunity God has given you? And God will not give you an opportunity if you don't have the capacity to handle your life. So this man gifted them. And after you went to talk about how you gave
0: them uh and each individual I give them um
1: and then uh where is it verse 16 okay verse 15
0: and after he gave them five three and one to everyone according to his ability and straight away he took the journey he gave he gave them immediately that them, them he left them Immediately he gave them these gifts. He left them lonely. He didn't guide them. Not them to them. Most extremely gifted
1: people are also very lonely. Most extremely gifted people are
0: also very lonely. And this is the conflict between being gifted and being forsaken at the same time. <laughs> this is what. Uh, People will call them an oxymoron being gifted and then being forsaken. The weight of bearing a gift, the gift itself takes you a step higher than other slaves. Other slaves are probably looking at these three slaves and jealous of them and hating them because of the gifts. But yet, these gifts
1: who have been heaviest of. Uh, well, 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 sure. sure. the master left them alone. A number of us are lonely even though we have a lot of people surrounding us and you are lonely
0: even though it seems that ah no this this guy, this lady,
1: the African lady, the African guy, but you are lonely. Not. Why did the master leave them alone? The master left them alone so they can be big
0: So they can, it's an opportunity to advance. So they can work on what they've got. Your isolation is an opportunity to perfect what you have. Your isolation is an opportunity to perfect what you have. And I put it down here that truly gifted people perfect their gifts in isolation. Gifted people work on their giftings in isolation. In their comments, if I, uh, uh, writers, I, 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 we, we, we've been told or we've heard of the that writers
1: often go to a place of solitude to write. Um, some writers themselves,
0: Aside, some of the people I mean, uh, a songwriter writer like my dad can write six verses just standing up. <laughs> According to him, he said he just hears like a bird singing in his ears. Yes, there are people that are extremely gifted like that. But before you move got to that stage, there are times of solitude, there are times of of isolation that he has developed that gift that he can just stand now and be hearing <laughs> five verses of a song and the, the lyrics and the, what's it called, uh, syllables and the rhymes were rhyme right five verses. But most songwriters, while earning that gift, often withdraw themselves to a place of solitude to go and write, to go and, to go and preach, to go and earn the gifts, to go and
1: develop the gifts. Hallelujah. So,
0: this Expectation, the expectation of the master
1: in this text is that what about what have you done? What did you do with what I gave to you? So your time of isolation is a time to take what He gave you and work it
0: out. This is the time that you will take what God has
1: given you and work it out. It says "Be fruitful and multiply and increase praise the
0: Lord. So the first two people in this text reported
1: 100% return on their investment. The one that had five gave an additional five. The one that had two gave an additional two. Even though uh, uh, the, the talents the, the one
0: that had Four. Uh, that's true. I did two. It's not up to the one that I have uh, uh, a total of ten, but it was 100% ROI, why. Return on the verse 100%. Lesson here is that be excellent on your own level. On that level that the Lord has put you be excellent. And it says, well done. Faithful good and faithful servants enter into the joys of your master. Now you we quote quotes the scripture. Uh, and if you look at the context here, normally
1: the slave owner should not reward the slaves for for for, for doing the things they did
0: because slaves are. Properties, in Bible day, they are properties of the slave owner. So, in fact, rewarding them with a place to sleep and food to eat is enough. So, enter into the joys of your master. Shouldn't be a reward. But to understand the kingdom of heaven, the way the kingdom of heaven is, those gifts you have, that asset that you have, it is not yours. In fact, God does, you don't own God, and I mean, God doesn't own you anything if you, when you do it well, when you use it well, when you bring 100% or two hundred percent return on investment. God doesn't owe you anything to reward for not reward you. But yet, in His gracious sense, He says, enter into the joys of your master. God is telling you today, if you are faithful on this level, even though it is my grace, even though it is my king that I you. So you are faithful and you can work it out. Be ready to break every glass ceiling.
1: Be ready to climb over our in the name of Jesus. So the loneliness you are dealing with right now, the challenges you are dealing with right now, is a beautiful to be preordained blessing. What you are going to do right now is a prerequisite to your day's blessing. So what you said here is a change of status. I declare to you, your status is changing
0: in the name of Jesus. Amen. Your status is changing in the name of Jesus. Amen. And most of once, you're going to show up in some most unlikely places. The places that your in, your dedication, your training, your exposure, your connection cannot get to, but the Lord is breaking classes in breaking class ceilings on your behalf in the name of Jesus. Your gifts are going to set you a situation to break down the training in the name of Jesus. I said, Your gifts set you a situation to make up the training in the name of Jesus. Amen. So the rat said, came in complaining. And I want us to look at, just briefly, look at some of the things he complained about.
1: Number one, he said, I knew you were a wicked man. And I was afraid. Then I knew my talent. I knew you were a wicked man. I was afraid I hid
0: my talents. So let's just take a few lessons uh, from these guys and uh, from this particular
1: guy. Number one, he was afraid he hid his talents. So he hid his talents but exposed his fears. This man hid his talents but exposed his fears.
0: On the contrary, winners. Have Ask anybody. Most great orators they tell you that they have stage fright. There's uh, a ritual or something they are they do before going on stage. Some just drink or something just to calm themselves down. Winners have fears.
1: The difference between winners and losers that winners expose their talents and bury their fears. Losers
0: bury their talents. And exclude your peers as long as you bury your peers and expose your gifts you will experience increase as long as you bury your peers and expose your giftings and your talents you will experience increase number two
1: he accused his master of being a wicked man the issue is that is it the only one that his master was injured. All of them were exposed to the same information. The three of them they were exposed to the same information, but this particular one a different lesson here is that, if you process an information with the wrong perspective, you're going to miss your opportunity to increase. If you process an
0: information. 20, you will miss an opportunity to agree. The Bible didn't even talk about, the Bible didn't address whether the man was really wicked or not. The Bible didn't have that information, whether the guy was right to have said the man was wicked or it was wrong to have said the man was wicked. The Bible was silent about it, which means some of us, we just see ah, all those rich men, all of them, they are corrupt. Is money literally the you. And you are just there in your poverty because, probably because of training, because of what some of our parents have told us. When you expose, when you get the same information
1: and process it with the wrong perspective, you base be opportunity to increase. Lesson number three is sent to a place of gnashing of teeth. Why? The master gave everyone gifts, and no, he didn't give them instruction to do with it or what to do with their He gave all of them gifts, that's what the Bible says, and he left. He didn't say what we did, he didn't say,
0: investment. he didn't say, do I take to give them any instruction. But others had an instinct to increase the gifts. Others just felt that this bitch
1: should not be in my hand Yeah, had an instinct to increase it. What's the lesson? People who do great things for God and a life. People who do great things for God and a life have a natural instinct to take whatever they have been given and increase it. Anyone who's going to do great things, they just have an instinct to increase. Put
0: them anywhere to increase. They will go from one shop to two shops. Give them one thousand, it will become three thousand.
1: They have a natural tendency, a natural instinct to increase. These the other two people who are this instinct, they had a the capacity to think like the master. So it doesn't
0: matter the level you are now. If you can walk, if you can work with what you have and think like the master, don't think like a safe. The third guy was thinking like a said He's to Why his are in the doing Stop thinking, having a defeatist mentality.
1: Think like a master. Think like an owner. Then you will increase. Then you will The story of the ten lepers, as we conclude, only one had is followed his instincts to come back and thank only one. Because maybe they were not moved. Slaves obey orders.
0: Slaves are given orders. Do this, do this, don't do this, stay here. Slaves obey orders. But masters follow their instincts. Masters take uh, initiatives to do things. And true champions have instincts that take them the next level when you get to your next level in the name of Jesus. I pray today Amen. in your giftings when you go from your gift is, get the true fruitfulness in the name of Jesus. Everyone that is down that is lonely that is thinking or what was like to me things better or and do things this way and you are lonely and the devil is about to you I pray begin in the name of Jesus Amen. 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 Amen.
1: Amen. in the of Amen. Amen.